folks, and welcome to the A to Z Sports Big Orange Podcast. I'm Charlie Burris, here with my consummate co-host and A to Z Sports Tennessee writer, Zach Reagan. Wherever you listen throughout the world, we thank you so much for listening to us. Zach and I are talking everything balls every week here on the Big Orange Podcast. And if that sounds like something good to you, make sure that you subscribe on the A to Z Sports Podcast feed on iTunes and Spotify. We'll be dropping new episodes every Thursday morning, and if you subscribe, you'll be able to see the episodes the second they go live. Don't miss one. Uh, also, you can follow us on social media, at Charlie underscore Burris on Twitter, at ZachTNT, at A to Z Sports on Twitter and Instagram, then Facebook.com slash A to Z Sports Nashville. Like, follow, subscribe, rate, review, do whatever uh, you want to do there. But uh, today's podcast is presented by TennesseeTickets.com. It's the place you should trust with any of your ticket purchases, balls, home and away games, concerts at your favorite venues, all with zero hidden fees at checkout, unlike all the other sites. Uh, and you can type in AZ10 for $10 off every single ticket purchase. AZ10, AZ10, $10 off of every ticket purchase. All right, well, let's get to it. Zach, how are you on this strange, strange night as it's still unfolding as we're recording this? Kind of wondering when I'm going to be able to use that promo code again because uh, it doesn't look like there will be any opportunities anytime soon. I, I literally had to pivot. So we had a promotion going on with uh, Tennessee Tickets, great sponsor of this show, to get tickets to the SEC tournament. You would get 20% off a $200 purchase of SEC tournament tickets. Well, literally... What, two minutes ago, I believe? And I that's in no way an exaggeration. The SEC has announced that no fans will be allowed to attend the remainder of the SEC basketball tournament after tonight. Unprecedented events unfolding all over planet Earth because of the coronavirus. Uh, we've mentioned it over the last few weeks. It is a virus that has been spreading all over the world originated in China and has finally gotten here and it is disrupting things all over the place, including the SEC tournament. This is unbelievable. Uh, Tennessee, I believe uh, we have the first game tomorrow, I think. Um, I was going to be there and um, now I'm not, <laughs> obviously. Um, this is such a crazy situation i mean i i don't know what is what is even your quick take at this point i i don't know it's because this is so it's like we're living on a different planet right now it it is it's like a movie it's 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 i know everybody says that but it really is like so many movies so many disaster movies that we've seen i mean we've never i've never seen anything like this before it's gonna be a bizarre scene watching these games on television tomorrow <laughs> really? the rest of the week the rest of the month apparently yeah, it, it really is. I mean, er, earlier in the night, uh, the, the Predators are set to play, um, they, you know, my favorite hockey team set to play in Columbus, Ohio on Saturday. They're playing in front of no fans at those games. We're having weird things unfold. Um, apparently, the rumor is that Rudy Gobert, player for the Jazz, the Utah Jazz, has the coronavirus. The rumor, the rumor, it has not been confirmed. And that's why they postponed their game tonight i've seen that floating around on twitter if he ends up not having it i apologize for to go bear but whatever um it's it's just insane and, and let's okay i i do want to start here because i don't want to spread any kind of hysteria or, or or anything like this i want to bring into 
real real view of, of what exactly we're dealing with here when we talk about the the coronavirus you know we're, we're saying it's it's like a movie and everything and if you've seen contagion you know millions of people die worldwide uh, uh and this this is not that it is not the the flu um but let's just get some some stats out of the way here right now at, at this very moment this is the most up-to-date information i could find 126,145 people on planet earth have contracted this disease 4,000 627 people have died. Nearly 70,000 have recovered. Uh, 80% of people who get this uh, illness recover just fine. The other 20% likely require some amount of medical intervention, and then a small percentage of that requires actual hospitalization-intensive care. This is not something that's going to wipe out the, the population of the earth, and I don't want to talk like it is and be sensationalist like that. I want to start from that point and not be irresponsible, get people riled up or whatever. But this is not the flu. I've seen a lot of people saying that, and I I work at a medical facility here in Knoxville. That's my day, my day job. And I was talking to a doctor today, and from what I can tell, the real threat with this thing is that is it is very lethal to older people. So, like, if you or I, Zach, we got this. You know, we're younger, healthy dudes. Uh, you know, we're. I, I don't think either of us are smokers. You know, thing, things like that. We would probably be fine. I, I've seen interviews with people who have had it. A lot of them are just like, oh, it's like a fever and a cough for a few days, and then you're good. But if you are older, uh, specifically above your 80s, it is really, really bad. Um, and I, I don't like when people are just acting like, oh, this is just nothing. This is made up. This is, uh, it, it's not, it's not. It is, if this gets in, into vulnerable populations, it can be completely devastating. It's killed over, I believe, 20 some odd people in one nursing home in the state of Washington here in the United States with our healthcare system. So I just, I, I want to start with the facts. There, before we get into a deep conversation about this, this is not going to be some science podcast where I speculate about what is about to happen with the coronavirus. <laughs> but I want to start there so that I can just break all barriers in terms of where I stand on it. Some of this has been completely hysterical craziness where I think it has been overkill. And then I, I think a lot of it is justified. And so let's start from that point. When you when you look at this, is this overkill by the SEC and all, and all of these other tournaments? Let's, let's say that, too. Every single major college basketball tournament has now declared that they will play in front of no crowds. I mean, I think it's probably the right call. Um, you, you don't really know what's going to happen if you play those games. You don't know that anything major would happen, but why chance it? Why, why risk infecting, you know, potentially – hundreds hundreds or thousands of, of fans that otherwise wouldn't be. I mean, I, I don't see any issue with them doing it. Um, I think the biggest reason I don't see an issue with them doing it is because we don't know the outcome of all of this. We don't know where it ends. There is no finish line for this that we know yet. So you have to prevent it while you can. Exactly. And there there has just been 
if you look at the examples in countries where this is happening on a on a very big scale italy south korea china uh iran right now the countries that have cut it off at the pass are being able to control it generally speaking specifically south korea has done a really, really good job they had a big outbreak uh, and they have been able to bring it under control because they had really good surveillance, really good control. So far, Italy did not do that until this week. And now it's completely out of control there. There's been all of these reports coming out of Italy that um, because of the amount of people needing uh, ICU care, their hospitals are somewhat overwhelmed. Um, I just <laughs> This is unreal. T- I mean, this is this is all in real time. I, this is 100 percent real. Tom Hanks. On Twitter, actor, legendary actor, just announced that he was in Australia, I assume maybe, you know, filming something. And he said himself and Rita Wilson have both contracted coronavirus in Australia. They're not in the United States. But what are we are we living in an alternate reality? This is it's crazy. And I feel like that right there is proof that. Yeah, a lot of people have this mindset of it's not going to happen to me. And the chances of getting it are very slim. I get it. I mean, it's not like your odds are super high that you're going to walk out the door and you're going to walk into a crowd of people and and come home with with coronavirus. But if Tom Hanks can get it, I think we can safely say anyone can get it. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure there there are people walking around right now that have it and just don't don't know that seems to be the the consensus in in general um because i mean even tom tom hanks is older and he just announced uh this this is what he said um myself and rita wilson we we both felt tired like we had colds and some body aches um rita had some chills that came and went slight fevers too just to play things right uh we went and got tested for the coronavirus and were found to be positive so i mean they're they're what we're talking about. They're they're not eighty year olds in nursing homes, uh, and they have cold symptoms, uh, you know, fever, aches, chills, like a flu. Um, yeah, it almost sounds like a mild case of the flu in a way, where the way it starts, kind of mm-hmm. not as severe. So I'm sure a lot of people do kind of ignore those symptoms to begin with. Yeah, and and I, I think your your real problems. This this was from the conversation that I had with uh, the the doctor that I spoke with today, you, your real problems come in if you contract pneumonia, which is, you know, I, I guess depending on age, uh, if, if you are younger, it's not pleasant, but you're going to be fine. But it's really, really bad. Um, if, if you are older, we had actually just, just recently a, a woman from the church that I grew up in my, my entire life. She did not have coronavirus, but she can contracted pneumonia very quickly passed away this was two weeks ago um it's just one of those things that that's that's the way your your body works your lungs get weaker as you get older it's a a disease that attacks your lungs uh and these things happen and so i i've just kind of said both extremes are are too much people who are saying this is the end of humanity no no it's not there are places like south korea that have gotten this thing under control by being diligent, by being smart about the the way that they go about containing <clears throat> this disease. They have, and, and I think this, people think that South Korea is maybe like shut down right now. No, people people are going to work. Uh, people are, are going places. It is, I do think it's limited to some extent, but 
you know, they're, they're moving around. A, a lot of kids are going to school, even though they have closed some schools. Uh, I mean, I read a whole uh, story about it today, and they have gotten this thing, generally speaking, under control. You know, this is doable. But then the people who are saying that this is absolutely nothing, this is just the flu, and that's the, the truth almost always, like all things. When I look at it, it just lies somewhere in the middle. This is not good. This is going to already, this is extremely disruptive to our lives, uh, no matter what. We, we also had, I don't think that we've mentioned this so far, the federal government, President Trump, just announced that they're banning all travel from Europe into the United States. I mean, this is not some flippant thing. I, and and I, I, don't, I don't want anybody to think that. But also, I, I guess my, my entire stance is we all need to be cautious, not, not panicked. You don't need to go buy a 40-pack of toilet paper <laughs> at, the, at the store. Uh, but, you, you know, you might want to be careful with the things that you do, and, and especially if you get around other people that you think might be sick, don't go around your grandparents. You know, think precautions like that. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then you and don't, don't want to... Yeah, you you don't want to look back on this whole thing and wish that we had done something different. Take the precautions now. Yeah, do what you exactly. can exactly now. That, that while was, you still can. That was my get out of hand. Well, more out of hand. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty much out of hand right now. But uh, I I mean that, that that was my entire take that I tweeted earlier when the NCAA announced, and we I don't think we we haven't even mentioned this. The NCAA tournament's going to be played without crowds. That's where all of this started, really. It's it's kind of like the dominoes quickly fell after the NCAA, I, I would say, had the courage, frankly, uh, to play uh, their I mean, that's huge. I mean, that's w- with no fans. It's one of the biggest sporting events of the year. Uh, that's a ton of revenue, even not from ticket sales, from, you know, food sales, vendor sales, beer sales, merchandise. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that that's a lot of money that, that they will not be making. Hundreds of millions of dollars, I'm I'm sure, is is in some sense lost on that decision, and and, and it's for for the public good, for public health, and that is something, and and to me should be commended because here's, as I was saying, this was my take when when I initially saw that, you know, I first I I I wanted to say what this is overkill, this is crazy, what are we what are we doing here, but you think about it, and you say what's what's the worst that could come of this? We look back and we say, oof. I think we really overreacted to that. That's too bad. We lost a year on the NCAA tournament. That sucks. And hmm. But the flip side is a lot of people die. And this, you know, this is a really serious thing to be talking about. This is just a sports podcast. But that's that's the reality of the situation. That is the reality that we're living in right now, folks. That's kind of how I thought about it today, too. I thought, you know, if you cancel all these tournaments, if you knew, if you knew that it would save just one life, just one. I mean, it's still worth it to do that. I mean, are you willing to sacrifice anybody just for a a, a tournament? I mean, I know we all yeah. love sports. I mean, we're it's, it's what we're talking about every week. That's why I spend most of my days doing. But you got to get the priorities in line there. Yeah, it, exactly. We you have to just in in my opinion, you can think whatever you want. I mean, I know we're going to get some amount of blowback on this people thinking that we're crazy for thinking that this is okay i you know i've already gotten it from things that i've just said on social media but uh i mean it at at a certain point you do have to step back and say well 
you know, I want to keep my grandmother in the nursing home safe. I, I literally, so here, this is a real, real life example. Uh, this was today. The reason I spoke to that doctor uh, at, at my, my uh, job was because I was considering going to the tournament or not. I was like, should, should I go? Should I not? And my main consideration was next week, um, my, my parents are going out of town. They, they live in Knoxville and they care for my grandmother who lives currently in an assisted living home. And, and I was just kind of thinking, well, if I go and I get this thing, uh, I have to care for my grandmother next week. And if I get it, I can't go and, and do that. And if I get it, I don't know I have it and I go take care of her. I, I mean, I could kill my grandmother. Yeah. I mean, that's it, a real it, thing that happened earlier today. And that, that's why I, I went and, and talked to the, the doctor. Cause I was like, do you think I should go? And, and he, I'm, I mean, I'm not kidding. I'm not saying this for sensationalism. He told me, no, he said, you, I don't think you should go. And clearly the sec <laughs> agrees. Um, but that it, as crazy as it might be, that is the reality of the situation. I mean, it, this is, I mean, it's, the whole thing is unfortunate. Nobody is happy about it. Um, but it, it, this is the situation. This is what we're living with. And when we have to, as humans, we have to do what we can to help each other out, to help everybody out. You got to do your part. And, you know, that comes first before basketball games, as much as I love it. Wow. Here, so something I mentioned earlier, just more of this, just a free flowing you know, fluid situation. I mentioned earlier, Rudy Gobert might have coronavirus. He does. He has tested positive for coronavirus. Mm. So they canceled the game. Uh, and I mean, you're looking like where, where would he have gotten it? Where do they play recently? Uh, That's the thing is you just, I mean, how do you start narrowing down where you got it? Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, it had to come from somewhere and uh, that's how it, I mean, that's how we get into the situation we're in. We're just, when it doubles, when it's 100 cases, and then it keeps doubling, it just, it, that's how it gets out Exponential of hand. Exponential growth. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a scary thing when when you think about the numbers, and all, all you have to do is just look look at China, look at Italy. That's that's what happens when these things get going, and, and all of this is in an effort to not let it get going. And yes, we we all understand that this is not, fun and we don't want to see this happen and it may seem like uh, an overreaction but at the end of the day if lives are saved good i i'm glad we did it let's see on monday the jazz played in toronto uh the things that i've read is says the uh the incubation period is something like three to seven days somewhere in there so maybe toronto Maybe he got it from somebody in Canada. Um, funny enough, the Predators are playing there tomorrow. Um, I don't know, you know, what the status of that would be. They played in Detroit the night before that. Maybe he got it there. I, I guess just they are, in in some sense, those guys, you know, meeting a lot of people, plane travel. These things probably happen. Um, but wow, I mean, what a what an insane day. I, I'm kind of at a loss. I mean, that right there, that kind of justifies, in my mind, some of the uh, locker room bans on media that some sports have had. I mean, that, mm-hmm. that's why. This, oh, this is, <laughs> as as you're saying this, 
This is from uh, Legion of Hoops. Uh, a few days ago, Rudy Gobert poked fun at the coronavirus panic. He was ruled out of today's game with an illness before the game, and then it has a video where he specifically touched all of the microphones and the media uh, like recorders and things in the media room. Are you serious? That wow. is... I mean, there's video of it. Wow. He he gets up from the press conference and then he touches everything before leaving. Imagine being that the, one of those reporters. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what? This can't be real. <laughs> apparently oh. the ban was to protect reporters from athletes, I guess. Uh yeah, apparently. This from Adrian Wojnarski. The NBA has suspended its season. Wow. I mean, I, I would say this. I don't think we could have picked a better time to be recording this right now. You have Donald Trump giving a press conference. You have every sports league in the world losing its mind. From what uh, I understand, there was thing. a lot of a lot of players were pushing to suspend the season instead of playing in front of uh, yeah empty crowds. And I'm guessing... I'd be surprised if the NCAA tournament happens at this point. I mean, after mm -hmm. that move. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. Because you still, you're going to have teams flying all over America um, to get to where they're going. Now, a lot of those fly on chartered planes without other people. And most of these NBA teams do, too. But, I, I mean, you're, it, it's, it is a risky lifestyle that these guys live in terms of infectious diseases. I mean, at any given season on any team, you watch almost, I don't want to say every team. It doesn't happen to every team, but a lot of teams, I mean, you have like, oh, these three guys got the flu. Or you know, staff out. infection, something gets passed yeah. around a locker room. Is it Tampa Bay these, a few these... years ago with Shiano? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, the, these things absolutely happen just with that lifestyle of just traveling uh, constantly and, and obviously shaking hands, hugging people, signing autographs, getting breathed on all day long by strangers. That's, I mean, that's the, the hazard of, of the way that they live. I mean, it's just, oh, at, at, at this point, I mean, it, it is kind of funny because I, in some sense, my media reaction is kind of scared. Like, wow, if they're all doing this, like, this must be absolutely, like, crazy, out of, out of control. But really, you break it down, it's kind of what we're talking about, ideally, if as far as we know, it hasn't gotten out of control yet, and they're trying right. to keep it from getting to that point. Well, I think canceling or suspending the season the NBA's done, I, I, that's, that has to be a direct result of an NBA player you know, testing positive. At that point, yeah. it, they have to protect their product. I mean, it's still a business, and they don't, you know, playing in front of no fans is, is for the public's sake. Suspending the season nope. when you were going to instead play in with no fans and you're going to suspend the season instead, that that's to protect the players then. Yes, it is. And and I, I would expect. And I get it. I, I would expect in, in short order you're going to see the same from the NHL. You'll see some amount of response from MLB. Obviously, MLB has not started yet. Yeah, they have, a, yeah, they have um, about, what, a couple of weeks to go, but. Yeah, Um. But I, huh, I, I think, just projecting here, we're not going to see spring games. 
in college football. Um, well, uh, Michigan's already canceled theirs. Yes, and let's let's even back which that's up. a There's month. That's over a month out. Yeah, and and a lot a lot can change per, per se. This does this you know this travel ban with Europe, all of these precautions per se. This does keep the numbers low in America. We we get more more testing out there because that has been a consideration. The U.S. has had trouble testing enough people. You know, let's say we get the tests going wide and far, and we find that actually that many people don't have it. You know, in a month, we'll see where we're at. Uh, it's not looking good. <laughs> I can say that much. Um, but I, I we have we haven't even mentioned this. UT today announced um, that all all their classes, I believe, for the rest of the semester, are moving to online, and and students will not be allowed back on campus after spring break. Because um, all it, oh my, our cat just tried to get up on the table here. Sorry about that. Um, but uh, it actually timed out well for Tennessee um, because, break, right? yes, spring spring break is next week. So most students were going to leave campus anyway. But you've seen in some scenarios like Dandy has had to kick students off campus because they just got back from spring break. And they've had to say, ah, you guys got to get out of here. Um, and oh, let's see. My, my wife just said April 3rd UT reopens. Hmm. I wonder if that'll actually happen, though. I, f- I feel like it won't because at that point you really only have a month left in the semester, uh, and I I don't know, but uh, but nonetheless that that is happening. So yeah, my apologies about that. April third, UT is planned to reopen, so they're just extending spring break. Maybe. Um, I'll be interested to see if Tennessee even practices tomorrow with, as fast as all of this is happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're scheduled to practice tomorrow afternoon. So as as a part of UT's uh, the the announcement that they made earlier, they're banning all campus events with over 50 people in attendance. And I, you know, both of us can tell you if you've been to a, a practice session with the football team, uh, there is a lot more than 50 people <laughs> at all of those. Yes. Now, now they're not there. There are a few considerations there. Almost all of those are outside. That's one thing. Um, and And so... I think a big concern with all of this has been indoor events. That's why you see a lot of spread during the winters. We're all indoors and we go to things like basketball games. You see a lot of like spread of the flu and things like that. Um, those are outside They're um, They're further apart. It's not like it's just 50 guys all crammed together. all just breathing in each other's faces. Um, but they do. I mean, they hit each other and it, you know, co- coaches are, are right up on guys. Uh, and so, I mean, I would I would say the way that these things are going, we were going to talk about spring spring practice tonight. Do we even see the rest of spring practice? I I don't know. And, then, and it, if it you know if it gets suspended or canceled, how does that work? With you know some programs start spring practice earlier, you know, they get more practices in. I mean, coaches aren't you know how coaches football coaches are? They're not going to be happy about that. Uh, opens up a whole nother, you know, can of things to think about yeah. there. I mean, you have, you mentioned some of it earlier. Michigan and and Ohio State both. I think they they canceled recruiting visits. They canceled outside recruiting for all coaches, and they canceled the spring game that they had. And and so that, I mean, that's going to put you behind the eight ball. But in some sense, I, I would say this. 
anyone who thinks that that is that is crazy. Looking at this situation, I think to have this thing under control by next football season, you have to do this stuff now. Right. If I mean, this wanna... isn't. Yeah, you know, this isn't because it's got so bad that you can't walk outside of your house. This is to prevent it from getting to that point. Yes, I. I mean, it is. As as unbelievable as all this is, I I I, I want to keep it in perspective because that that really is the goal. If you're saying, ah, oh, how can we cancel spring? Well, you're canceling spring now, so that you can have fall football. Because if this thing just sticks around and sticks around and sticks around at large numbers, none of this is ever going to to open back up until we can get a vaccine. You know, things I saw today. That's twelve to eighteen months off. Um before this can get completely under control in, in that way. And so, um, you know, I was, as I was mentioning, you, you, I, I think they're looking at countries like, like South Korea uh, and, and saying, well, they got this thing under control. Let's take some pages out of their book, do some of these, uh, these sensible things before it ever gets here. And, and hopefully we can cut it off at the pass. And I, because of all of that, I mean, are we seeing – this is going to be a fascinating podcast to listen to tomorrow. I, I'm going to have to go back and listen to this because <laughs> this is all just unfolding right in front of us. I mean, yeah, are this we – real time, yeah. Yeah, are, are we seeing the last of sports for I, – I mean, when? When is this coming back? It's, it's hard to say because we don't know when this thing is, is going to pass. It's going to pass at, at some point here in the future. But when? I mean, do we get this back by by fall so that we can have football and basketball next year? Yeah, I guess I that's the hope. The summer months coming up, maybe. Yeah, hope. hopefully it, it wanes. There there has been – I actually read some, something about that today. It has waned in some warmer climates. Uh, you know, it's like the middle of summer in Singapore and hasn't spread in Singapore extremely widely. You know, you have some cases like that. So maybe uh, in the summer. Also, there there's behavioral changes – like like being outside when these events are outside compared to inside with a you know, hundred thousand people, <laughs> um, there there's some some factors like that where it's it's just not as easy easy to spread a virus like that and you always see the flu leaves uh, during the summer and then comes back during the fall um, and so maybe I <laughs> I have seen some some people saying <laughs> you know t- Tennessee. Can't they can't miss the tournament if the tournament doesn't happen, you know? So That's hey, sure everybody misses it, yeah. Yeah, Rick, Rick Barnes solved his own problem there. <laughs> team hasn't been playing good enough to make the tournament. Oh hey, who says we're not a tournament team if the tournament didn't actually <laughs> occur? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Silver linings. Yeah, bring a little bit of levity to this ridiculous situation. Uh, you know who I, this is the worst for is uh, is Harrison Bailey. I mean, now he. Spring practice gets canceled. He is he gets no chance to give yeah. you know win the job at all. That is true. Uh, you know, may, maybe they can get it. Hey, let, let's just practice two two guys at, at a time or whatever. You know, keep your social distancing. I I believe the the prescribed amount of distance between people is six feet with this thing. From what I've seen, um, you know, just keep six feet in between people and. 
they'll, you know, we'll be yeah, fine. Real spread it out, spread formation, coming coming back here. <laughs> that Urban Meyer style. I, it's hard. I mean, it's this is hard to give analysis of, because what do we say? What what are we that's, looking yeah, back? It's totally on here? unprecedented. Yeah. What what do we what do we look back on and say? Oh well, back when this happened before, there was that. This has never happened before. I mean, you've had, you have had situations, um, NBA, NHL lockouts, things like that, where you've had partial seasons, uh, and and different different things that have happened. But th- nothing nothing like this has has ever happened in the in the modern era of sports. I mean, you know, you you can go back to World War II when these wars were big enough to. I, I believe there are a couple of seasons in Tennessee football history where they didn't have a, a team because of the war. Um, uh, it might have been World War One. I, I, I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But I know there were some seasons like that. But I mean, you got to go back that far to have a situation like this. I maybe the most fascinating thing out of all of this is that we are just we're watching history un- unfold in front of us. I, this is this is something that we will look back on in in a few years and say, "Wow, how about that? That was crazy." The you know spring football got canceled NBA I, got canceled NHL got canceled yeah, it's gonna be a a thing uh you know, know to, to anybody pretty, thinking this was go ahead oh what's really bizarre to me right in, in this moment right now and this is all you know unfolding in real time as we're recording this is this Arkansas Vanderbilt game on in the background here fans <laughs> in the crowd you know they're still there I mean this is the last normal sporting event I'll see for how long. I mean, yeah, you know, how Absolutely. long does this go? This this is I, kind of a bizarre thing to watch. I, I don't know, and and this makes me this makes me feel weird because we're only two days removed um, from a big mass gathering that I myself went to. Uh, went and saw Louis C.K. do stand up on Monday night with about three thousand other people in a small room. Uh, you're in Knoxville, and now all this has happened. This, you know, <laughs> not trying to be anxious or anything, but good, good lord, uh, I, you know, I, it's it's hard to even know know what to to say about it because just to even even if this illness turns out to not be huge, let's say it gets, uh, it, you know. T- it gets stopped up at like two two hundred thousand cases. Doesn't get much bigger. We find a way to to stop it. A treatment comes out here in the next few months, or something happens, and and we look back on it. No matter what, this is something that is disrupting your life. That is disrupting everything. The U.S. just banned travel from Europe. Period. I mean, the implications of that are are pretty massive just for the travel industry alone <laughs> I mean, you can oh yeah i mean look. that's tons of jobs yeah. and people stranded potentially you know i'm sure there were i'm sure a lot of people got out of europe to come home there's a lot of people that didn't i'm sure that couldn't maybe yeah mm-hmm. i mean i it's as as crazy as this stuff has has been a guy that i actually went to college with is is in wuhan china uh, he is a native of there. Uh, he's a Chinese guy that I went to school with. And, um, 
lives there currently and i've talked to him through through some of this stuff and of course that that was as crazy as it was and that was just me from afar looking at that and being like whoa this is crazy and now it's right on our doorstep doing doing all of this stuff and it's you know like i said i i don't think this is this is not something to be scared of in in my opinion when when i look at this i I honestly think for for the good of the population at large and specifically, as we've already talked about, for the good of vulnerable populations like older people and people that are immune, immunocompromised, this is good. This is a good thing, and, and hopefully history will reflect back on this and say, man, good good thing we did th- those things and didn't continue to have mass gatherings in the middle of a, you know, an outbreak of a, of a virus that's killing, killing older folks. Um, so... You know, another, and this seems silly to even think about, but it just popped in my mind. Another big loser from this whole thing will be the gambling industry because that's oh, a lot that's of true. lost bets. That is her, true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're hating this. Huh. Um, yeah. I mean, there's going to be a lot of unintended consequences from this. And, and hopefully these things don't, don't last too long. I mean, you, you look and yeah, you uh, hope for the best, of course. Yeah, and in China, they they've essentially got this thing under control. It took five weeks, five or six weeks, uh, to get it wrangled, and they had the biggest outbreak in the world. You know, almost a hundred thousand people there. And they didn't take it serious for it, well, a while. Yeah, <laughs> and they they let it get completely out of control before doing anything. So, hopefully, a month, two months, three months. This can, this can be passed. I, I, I mean, I have no idea. Yeah, Jim, we we don't know how it ends. Yeah. Another one of the a bizarre scene tonight was when they canceled the, uh, it's the Jazz and the Thunder game when they decided to cancel it, and the PA announcer announced to the crowd the game was canceled, and then said, "You're all safe." I mean, that was kind of eerie. <laughs> There's that clips floating around on Twitter. I mean, that is eerie. This that. is straight out of a movie. Yeah, if you're uh if you have to say it, it might not be true. <laughs> um I mean that I I, I do assume I, I'm sure there was a ton of confusion in that crowd of just like Oh yeah. I, I'm sure most most people thought it was coronavirus, but but you never know if, if people were like, what is it, like a bomb threat or something? And you, oh, yeah. you want to just assure people there's no immediate threat to your health by you being in this building right now. Um, That's the, another thing I wonder is if if everything went on as planned and that they weren't putting these restrictions in place, they weren't suspending seasons, how many fans, how, how full would these arenas be? Do you think they'd still be as full as normal or do you think it would the crowds would be sparse or kind of in the middle? I was wondering that since I, you know, I had a ticket, I would I was going to go and they they did thankfully they announced that the refunds will be automatic. Uh, for the for the tickets but uh you know i was kind of wondering if if we just go what is this even gonna look like like is it going to be completely packed um uh, you know i don't i don't know uh because of this vanderbilt game right now it doesn't look like a lot of people have left i mean the crowd still looks fairly full yeah people and and this is the reality of the situation at, at the current time in general 
if you are out in public in the state of Tennessee, you know, you, you have an outbreak going on right now in, in Washington and New York, probably in the state of Tennessee, you are fine by going outside. You know, there, there have been some, some signs where like people were leaving the state of Washington and then they get the coronavirus. Like you haven't seen that people aren't leaving the state of Tennessee and then they get to where they're going and then they have the, the coronavirus. Those are some of those like underlying signs. Yeah that you might have transmission happening. But all we, it takes is seen uh, things. an alumni from Arkansas or Ole Miss or whatever school that lives in Washington that, that flies to Nashville for the SEC tournament and is in a crowd full of people, and suddenly that is an infected area. I mean, yeah. that's, that's what we're preventing exactly. here. I mean, that that's the entire thought uh, behind all of this. And I think that's that's what I would say to to anybody you may you may believe that this is a complete overreaction and total craziness and you may be right you may be right but we don't know that's it that's that's the entire thing we don't know nhl is uh what is it oh they have a they'll have a statement in a bit so it sounds like they're probably gonna make a move there (sighs) yep pierre lebron he said Expect a statement from the NHL tonight. Wow, wow, wow. It, it really, it's just been dominoes, frankly. It was the NCAA tournament. And yeah, they really kicked it off. One after the other. And when it, I first heard I, them even discussing it to begin with, I never, I, I think there was a part of me that didn't think it would get to that point just because, you know, money runs everything and there's so much money that's going to be lost from all this. But, you know, they they didn't, you know, credit to everybody that's made decisions here. They haven't made financial decisions. You know, they haven't based it mm-hmm. on finances at all. I I absolutely was one that I I thought, and and that's that's why I was kind of worried today about going to the, the tournament. And everything, um, it's because I kind of thought like, are they making a decision that's not based on actual public health considerations? Is it, is it all just money driven you know that that was kind of the thought in the back of my head i'm like are these people actually looking out for the best of me even they're telling me this is fine but they have a money motivation that i don't have you know and i have a motivation of i gotta go take care of my 85 year old grandmother next week and i don't have coronavirus when i show up to see her um and and so like that that's where i will absolutely give them credit in in this scenario is that they have made decisions that hurt them uh, i mean this is that's relatively yeah. devastating to the ncaa to make all these and, decisions to just cut and, out fans and greg sankey i mean he had a he had somewhat of an out to go ahead and play the sec tournament he said that local information said that they could have the tournament with fans and national information is what influenced his decision yeah and I, I do think this this comes at a really poor time. Uh, well, there's never a good time for this kind of thing, let's be honest here. But it comes at a particularly poor time for the city of Nashville because of the tornado. They probably need the revenue. They need the help uh, and, and, and things like that. I'm sure that the tournament was going to bring some amount of monetary relief to that city. And, uh, you know, obviously, here we sit... Uh, and, and let's do cover. Let's do. We can bring it back to Tennessee uh, 
a little bit here. Philip Fulmer just released a statement here in the last little while um, about Greg Sankey's decision to uh, to axe attendance at the tournament. Uh, if this will pull up, if I can get it. Oh my gosh. Which I think on. Tennessee already had decided that we go. administrative personnel wasn't going to be traveling to, yes, to Nashville I, anyway. I had seen that already. Um, this says, these are difficult, this is from Phil Fulmer. These are difficult circumstances to navigate, and we understand and support the conference's decisions related to upcoming athletic events. From an institutional standpoint, we'll continue to rely on the advice and expertise of public health authorities and the university's Office of Emergency Management as we approach the coming days and weeks with the health of our student-athletes, staff, and campus community at the forefront of our decision-making. Let's also reiterate, in Knox County, there has not been any uh, cases so far. That'll probably change just from percentages, you know. Um, I'm surprised that the numbers aren't higher, to be honest, because if I felt the slightest chill or fever right now, I think I'd immediately, and I'm not a go-to-the-doctor-at-every-moment type guy, but, you know, if you got, you know, situation like this why wouldn't you exactly and hope hopefully they they get to that point i think it would be good for the united united states to get to the point um with the testing where it's just like someone comes in sick you get flu you get strep throat and you get coronavirus all at once and you can you know knock out everything know what you have because i i would say still obviously your your chances in terms of things illnesses that are running through the united states right now your chance of getting the flu is much much higher than your chance of getting the the coronavirus um, right and i've and, had i mean personal experience i've had the flu one you know, I tested positive for the flu one time in my life and it was horrible but you know once in <laughs> i mean chances of that's that's what's hard to reconcile i guess for some people is that the chances are so low so why is this such a big deal if the chances are so low i don't think they see how it can progress and get worse and worse and worse and it's yes. not the flu it's not something that's the one the mortality rate is way different than the flu and we we know how to treat the flu mm-hmm. i mean that that's probably the biggest thing and uh, that that was another thing that the the doctor i talked to to today said um you know we have a vaccine and we have treatments we have tamiflu for the flu that that mitigate a lot of that stuff. Um, the flu is much, much rougher on children than apparently this, this coronavirus is. Um, and that's one consideration, but, um, yeah, we just have, we have those treatments and we have things like an actual vaccine, which, you know, I, ideally in the next year or so we will have for this coronavirus too. Um, but we don't, we don't right now. And that is scary because you're just flying blind. Um, and you can just say to somebody, well, you're sick but we don't really have a way to treat you, you know, necessarily. Um, well, they have a way to treat you, that that's all they have. They have, you know, just, uh, I, I'm not a doctor. What, what would that be called? Just medical care. They don't have supplements. They don't have a vaccine to give you. Um, and that's, that is really scary. I hope, I, again, I'm not trying to, to scare anybody with this. All of this is, I'm not even necessarily seeing it as scary. It's just more surreal. Yeah. It's just absolutely com- complete insanity. <clears throat> it's hard to even know exactly what to say about it. I don't think that I can say that enough. My my main take is that I I almost have no take on this. It's just, <laughs> just 
totally, totally insane. Uh, living, living in a movie, living in a different uh, universe. Um, I think 20, 2020 will be a year that we look back on and we're like, wow, that oh, yeah, it'll was stick out. nuts. <laughs> Especially because, you know, who, who knows what's, ne- you know, how, how far it goes and what, what else it affects, what other sporting events it affects. I mean, live mm-hmm. uh, concerts, stuff like that are already being canceled. You know, bands that tour. I mean, it's, it's a lot more than just sports that's being affected. I mean, I, I honestly, uh, I didn't think even last week, you know, I, we, we have been careful, my, my wife and I, and we've prepared in in whatever ways, just trying to be conscious of everything that's, that's going on. But I was still like, this isn't gonna, we're in Knoxville, Tennessee. This isn't actually going to touch my life this you know chinese originated disease there's no there's no way and lo and behold here we are i you know i thought it was just gonna be it was gonna be like sars like you heard about sars everybody just heard about sars like did how many people in america know somebody that had sars you know yeah exactly it, it was a I, re- I remember it being a, a pretty scary thing people were like whoa this is killing a whole lot of people this is nuts and then they forgot about it in like two or three months. And this is not going to be that way. Um, apparently. I mean, we're we're already on month three. So who knows where this is going? I uh, I wish I had some, some nice way to end this. But there's really just... This is crazy. Where, yeah, yeah, there's, no, there's really no, nothing optimistic to say. No, I. But there, there's also not a ton super pessimistic to say either because of what we we've been talking about. This is for, for the good of society. They are doing this for a reason. Yeah, in general, the biggest effect on most people will be the inconvenience of not being able to go to a sporting event, not being able to watch LeBron James, you know, in April and March, and that'll be the biggest effect on the majority of the population. Yeah. Uh, I, you, you hope. And, and that is, that is the complete goal with this inconvenience yourself so that you or someone, you know, does not get hurt by, by this illness and in whatever way that that can and might happen. That's it. So that in, in some sense, I think that is, I, I think this can absolutely be spun into a positive to say this is actually courageous by all of these institutions. Yeah, you're putting people first. There's no statements yeah. being made. There's no agendas. It's nothing driven by anything like that. It's just putting people first, putting, you know, the good, what's best for the entire population first above everything else. Yeah, and I, I would say if you were... I, I'm certain that there are people listening to this saying this is still so crazy. We're just buying into the lies and the hysteria or whatever. And again, I would say maybe, maybe. But but think about this: if you have, if you have a grandmother or you have perhaps you have a relative um, who has, uh, you know, uh, lung lung cancer, something like that. Uh, they don't necessarily just have to be old. Um, 
someone who is immunocompromised or in not in good health, think about that person and that you might, if they're a family member and you love them and you say, I don't want them to get sick. That's why we're doing this. That's it. Just, I mean, think, think about it that way. Yes, this sucks. This totally sucks, dude. This blows. I want to watch. This is my, the NCAA tournament is my favorite thing. It is my favorite sporting event in the entire year. I love it so much. Oh yeah, there's not the intensity, much better the passion, especially the first oh. Thursday and Friday of it. I mean, it's so amazing. Two of the this best blows. days of the year. Yeah, this totally blows. And but watching man, those I, games with no fans will not be the same. But no, it, it it won't at all. But I want my 85 year old grandmother that I have to take care of next week to stay safe. So you know, exactly. I, I think just and, in, in the end. This is this is if, for the best. And if we get we get everything under control, however long that takes, there will be more NCAA tournaments. There will be more NBA seasons, NHL seasons. I mean, this isn't your only shot at watching March Madness. I mean, it like you said, it sucks, but it, it's what it's what has to be done. Yeah, we'll we'll make it through, and hopefully, like we said earlier, if all of this goes correctly and goes as planned and the the aims of this effort to come come to fruition uh we will be able to watch college football before you know it <laughs> you know later this year it, it'll be fine um and if Can you not, imagine then, if this would have happened in the united states in late january the super bowl oh I mean. my gosh <laughs> they, i i will say thank goodness we got over some some of that stuff. The NCAA tournament is is massive, but it's still not the biggest sporting event that takes takes place here. I mean, you, the the football national championship and the Super Bowl skirted by, just yeah. barely. <laughs> they technically they over they did overlap with this disease. It just hadn't gotten here yet. <laughs> oh yeah, but but that I don't know, man. That's it. That's I mean, that was a full hour that we just did talking about that. And hopefully this is entertaining to people watching us look at Twitter and be stunned uh, by, by all of this news coming out. The sun will rise tomorrow. We'll all, we'll all be fine. Everybody stay safe. Please, please, please yes. take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Hopefully Tom um, Hanks will be okay. <laughs> take care of somebody. Take care of Tom Hanks. <laughs> Dang it. Sounds like he's in, he, he'll be okay. Uh, but that's, that's it. Any any parting thoughts, Zach, on this absolutely insane podcast we just recorded? Uh, I wish I could look into the future and see a, just a week from now what we'll be talking about on uh, next week, just in relation to this and what happens in the next seven days. It would be would be nice to know, uh, but we'll hey, we'll see next next Wednesday night, as long as uh, both of us stay safe, uh, I would say. But, uh, you know, if either one of us gets it, I think we, we both record this from our houses, so uh, I think we'll still be good. <laughs> yes, we're only, only essential personnel for this podcast. We've vacated everything else. Yes. No no live spectators, except for <laughs> I, I guess my wife has been in the same room most of this time. Uh, and your cat. And, and Oh, and our yes, the cat is in here, too. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, that that's it for us. Thanks so much, everybody, for listening. Hopefully, uh, you were entertained, informed. If you, you know, if you're pissed off and you think that this is all a hoax, tweet at me. If you agree with me, tweet at me. I don't know. I'm I'm open to all 
Uh, any and all thoughts on this whole thing? Because I think it's just absolutely, it's unbelievable. We're, we're watching history unfold right in front of us. So um, that's it. I I guess I, I will pump up all of the, you know, at Charlie underscore Burris, at Zach DNT, at A to Z Sports on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, thanks to TennesseeTickets.com for the sponsorship. And otherwise, that's it. Uh, is it? You know what? I'm going to I'm going to skip the outro music. This has been this is too serious. <laughs> yeah, it... that's it. All right. We'll see you guys next. All week. right. See you guys.